Welcome to Button Mash, show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger, and with me back for episode 133, I've got my co-host Chris Hansen with us. Welcome back, Chris. Bruh. 33 weeks ago, we celebrated our 100th episode. Whoa. How crazy is that? Man, that is nuts. Well, that's not in my way. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, fuck, dude. That's like... uh, Yeah, I couldn't... couldn't, Time is going way too fast. I know. We're almost at uh, three years of button mash (laughs) very soon this year. Yeah, it's mental. Uh, I thought I was only going to do two episodes with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Three years later, 133 episodes. (laughs) Three episodes? Did you mean three years? Goodness. (laughs) That's, yeah, it's absolutely mental, but it's been a hell of a ride, a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. and we do intend on uh, continuing that goddamn ride. But, man, we we were talking about it yesterday, day before, I was saying, uh, pretty early in the week, we, we, um, you know, talking about how much news there has been this week, which is crazy it, like from from pretty early on i was like man we're gonna have to do something man there's too much news but mm-hmm. you know what we're gonna fit it all in we're gonna make it happen it's gonna be probably the most news we've ever had on the show ever uh and of course after that we're gonna talk about the news uh sorry the, the games that we've been playing <laughs> after the news we're gonna talk about more news and then we're gonna talk about more the news. games the the games that we've been playing this week but before we do that of course i'm gonna remind you if you're not already make sure that you follow us on the socials at buttmashpod is where you find us on there on twitter and instagram we also have a website www.buttmashpod.com with all of our links on there but also chris you've ventured out there and and started your own little business pixel beans talk to us about pixel beans please uh pixel beans coffee so i love my coffee um a lot of people out there like their coffee um us video gamers especially love our coffee yep so i thought why not start my own bean business um it is themed around video games as well so like our blends and stuff like that for our coffee are named after video gaming uh jargon yeah yep Definitely, that's it. Um, so it's been in a bit of a work in progress, but we've just kind of um, done our first proper batch of coffee beans and we're ready to kind of uh, give our coffee out to, to everybody. Um, so even international um, yeah. and, and you know, anywhere in the world, we can send our coffee to you. Um, and at the moment, for uh, just this week only, so this will come out on Wednesday, um, till probably Sunday or Monday. Um, we've called it the uh, early access beta test, <laughs> um, where if you go to Instagram and if you like us on Instagram at Pixel Bean Coffee, um, go over there, give us a like, and you'll see the post. And you're just going to tag three, four ends in the post um, and like the post. And then DM us your name and address and we'll send out a little package of uh, Pixel Bean Magic to your door. And that will come with one fisherman beanie 
and won two fifty grams of beans. Um, so, and all you do is pay shipping. So it's a hell of a deal. So if you like your coffee, go give us a follow. Um, we've got some cool stuff coming out as well with some merch and all that kind of jazz. Um, but yeah, if you go out and like it, you'll you'll, you'll see it. So yeah. hell yeah, hell yeah! Can't hell wait you. to get my hands on some some pixel beans. I got a little bit of merch courtesy of yourself. Yes. Um, I did yes. try some prototype beans back in the day, but that was before you even had oh, the roaster, really so it's are. not even... They're even better now. They're yeah, even better. so I'm even very, better. very keen. I'm still drinking that, actually. That's what I'm using at the moment. I'm going to change that out. Yeah, definitely. So Swap I'm, I'm pretty excited. So obviously, I need to finish this batch first before I'm, I'm ready for... More, more, some more proper, DLC. Proper pixel beans. Yeah, I haven't purchased a season pass yet. So... <laughs> On the show, we'll we'll give away some beans. We'll give away some yeah. some merch as well, some t-shirts, some hats, some beanies during the year as well. Kind of, uh, yeah, that would be kind of cool. I think so. Free stuff is always good. Always keep, good. Keep an eye out. That's or, it. Or keep an ear out because you'd be listening to us. So. Indeed. Alrighty. Well, let's uh, get into the news because yeah, as we mentioned, we've got quite a bit to get through. And uh, a lot of it around Star Wars because we had mm. uh, the the Star Wars games are now going to be under the Lucasfilm Games umbrella. Uh, and that includes also another game, which is, oh, holy shit. So it's like three topics in one, really. A lot of Star Wars or, uh, I guess, Lucas property um news this week for sure so the article we'll be referring to for for the first part of it was written by eddie mccuck over at GameSpot, mm-hmm. and it reads lucasfilm has announced a change for its gaming projects going forward the company's video game ambitions will live under the lucasfilm games umbrella disney announced on the star wars website this will also include indiana jones games including the new one in development at wolfenstein studio machine games that's uh, yeah another thing that we're going to talk about as well and this will be a catch-all name that is the official identity for all gaming titles from lucasfilm a name that encompasses the company's rich catalog of video games and its eye toward the future uh, you will see the rebranding on Twitter and Facebook and on those places you can expect to see breaking news and more directly to fans, which is good. And there is a new logo as well, uh, which you can see below uh, in the article written by All Mate Eddie. Um, and there's a little bit of a sizzle as well, which just doesn't show too much. But basically, yeah, Lucasfilm does not develop uh, games itself but the company instead licenses its properties to the other developers and publishers such as ea so this came out and you know i went out there um got on board with the uh the, the old uh commenting on on posts and things like that on facebook and mm-hmm. someone's like man i can't wait to see what they uh what they're working on probably be a, a few years until we find out and i was like um yeah so just just to clarify man like they're not working on the games themselves they're licensing the games to other um other studios that sort of thing and um they still got the the deal with ea for another so it was supposed to be a 10-year deal right started in 2013 and 10 years later that's 2023 so i was like look man um it'll be ea still until 2023 that's when 
yeah, other people can, uh, other studios can can work on it. Mm. And he was like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. I didn't realize that. I was like, nah, you're all good, man. The next day. <laughs> Go get your shit from Button Mesh, baby. <laughs> the next day, we find out that Ubisoft is working on an open world Star Wars game. I was like, how, how, how does that work? Uh, yeah, like, this, this doesn't make any sense. So I'll read through through this one as well, and then we'll talk about the entire thing as, as one thing i guess one story uh but the part where the yeah ubisoft is working on a star wars game as well uh was written by rich stanton over at pc gamer and it says that the newly rebranded lucasfilm games has announced that ubisoft is developing an open world star wars game uh wired got the scoop and uh, a few details the game is being worked on by massive entertainment developer from uh, most recently of the division and its sequel and its creative director is julian garaiti director of the division two and the crew uh, development is is in early days and the game will use massive's snowdrop engine a subplot here is that ea had agreed a uh, a much publicized 10-year exclusivity deal with uh, with disney uh, for Star Wars games in 2013, which we just talked about, which was signed one month after Disney had closed LucasArts. EA will keep making Star Wars games, but there's no further clarity on what's happened here uh, beyond the fact that Lucasfilm Games is now clearly making Star Wars games with multiple other publishers. Ubisoft CEO and co-founder Yves Guillemot uh, says Massive is working with Lucasfilm to create an original Star Wars adventure that is different from anything that has been done before. There will be more glitches than any other Star Wars game <laughs> ever made. <laughs> Thanks but they'll to- get fixed a few, weeks, few years later, <laughs> yeah. though. Uh, there, there are no further details on the game, though for some reason a substantial, uh, substantial sorry, playtime is being teased. I, yeah, after playing Valhalla, man, I'm not, I'm not keen on that. To be perfectly honest, uh, shout out to All Made Zach who just got the platinum trophy in Valhalla after Jesus. after spending 121 hours with the game. Absolute shout out man. to um, Christophini as well for deleting the game after <laughs> 10 hours. So yeah. Oh fuck! Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, so it's double the amount of time I spent with the game. Fuck that. No, thank Jesus. you. Jesus. D- double. D- double. Yeah, double. And I spent, you, you know how I'm like... Like 70 hours or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a, oh, just a bit under, so... Yeah, that's why I don't care mental. about trophies at all. Fuck yeah, all. that's why I draw the line, man. But yep. hey, <laughs> good on him. Good on him. Uh, but back to Star Wars news, man. So that that was like that blew my mind. I woke up to that news and I was like, "Wait a minute, are we in 2023? Did I sleep for two years? Mm. What's what's going yeah, on what here?" Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, so yeah, we we don't know exactly what happened to kind of end that exclusivity deal early, but it's happening. You got Ubisoft working on the Star Wars game. Um, I I went through yeah a bit of a roller coaster of emotions with with that one. Um, mm. How did you go, man? How, how do you feel about this whole thing? 
Ubisoft, like, straight away, what you just said before, it's just, like, mad glitches and shit at the start of the game. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, but the thing I do like about Ubisoft is they'll go back and fix these glitches and they kind of, like, drop the game and they're like, oh, it's, by the way, it's, like, 80% done. We'll fix the other shit later down the track. Mm. Um, so... I'm interested to see what they're going to do. One, it's another Star Wars game. Everyone loves Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, interesting with the with the whole exclusive deal. That's that's weird. Like, it's so weird. So bizarre. So weird. Um, but yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. I do like Ubisoft games. I like everything I do, like with like the Division, Far Cries, and stuff like that. Except for the other Far Cries that we mentioned last episode. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know what they do bring out a fucking a bit of a broken game here and there. Uh, but you know you got to give them credit when they come out and do fix the mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, like that Halo wasn't that bad. Like that wasn't game breaking. Um, mm. Game breaking for me, yeah, probably. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't so know. we're talking just just to be clear as well. So yeah, of course it's under Ubisoft. But obviously Ubisoft has got quite a number of studios, right? You had uh Ubisoft Quebec who who worked on uh Immortals, you have uh mm. I forgot what what they're called, I think Anvil or whatever. Um but you have various Multiple. studios, right? Yeah, of course, a hundred percent and and massive which is one of them, is they're the ones working on this one. So they worked on the Division games, nothing like Far Cry or, or anything like that. So, Well, I'm, I'm good with that. Like, we both like the Division. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, be interesting to see what they do. I just, yeah, the part where they're kind of touting that scale of yeah man you're gonna have that massive fucking world yeah it's like calm down boys yeah that that was like you know early on in the game in valhalla i was like yeah this is cool i like that um but it's just a bit too much and it's just you know like i think i talked about on the show when i finished the game after i finished the game but it's just a lot of padding so I'm hoping that you know the the I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels that way about the game. So hopefully to take on that feedback and don't yeah just just calm down a little bit. Man. Just calm down a little bit. Okay, mm. okay. Do this. Don't don't listen to everyone else out there. Just listen to me and Roger. This is what we want. <laughs> and okay, let's be honest. Grappling hooks. People might whinge, but you <laughs> yeah. definitely get me and Roger's business. That's all you need. Make it like The Division. A Wooda, Wooda, Wooda game (laughs) with Star Wars. Yep. Free Roam. Raids. Yep. Leveling up systems and all that. Co-op. Yep. I'm done, man. Just make The Division Star Wars. That'd be sick. (laughs) Fuck it all about it, man. Could you... Man, could you imagine everyone, man? They would hate that. They would hate that. (laughs) Yeah. We would pick over it, though. (laughs) People would be like, fucking game as a service, fuck you, man. It's a fucking Division reskin, this is shit. Yeah, 100% that would happen. Look, And I'd be like, this is sick. Uh, a, a nice, you know, like, in, in a, like, I don't know where it would sit exactly. Um, definitely have some sort of, you know, RPG-esque 
uh, aspect to it where you do yeah pick shit up and 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 upgrade your gear and whatnot for sure that's that's gonna be no making making your own Jedi like making him like oh, totally different to anyone else different lightsabers you can have gun, find you can different have, like, blasters find different crystals so you, you can, can oh bro different like abilities and per- I mean I'll drop two hundred bucks give me I reckon, that fucking edition do you know what this is my prediction. Because that's that's what we do now, right? We yeah. kind of make predictions as we go, and I do enjoy that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one for today is um, we had Star Wars thirteen thirteen that was scrapped a few mm-hmm. years ago, quite a few years ago, right? Uh, sounded pretty cool, but we'll never see the game. So what they're doing is at Ubisoft, they're going, you know what? We're gonna kind of um, trying to make a spiritual successor to that game. So it's going to be kind of like bounty hunters and shit. So you can pick up, obviously, armor and stuff and different weapons and stuff. And it's going to be story-driven. Uh, you pick up contracts and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, obviously, there's a story behind it as well. And that's where it's like open world. You can choose to tackle it whichever way you want. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be... a around based around a bounty hunter so then they're kind of uh riding that mandalorian wave as well Hmm. that's what's happening at ubisoft my prediction is um jason brody from far cry goes to the death star jason brody and he um (laughs) fucking hell he's deep cut he just Drives his car in there, <laughs> and he wins. Oh my god! <laughs> god damn! Please make that, please. <laughs> um, but if, if look, the sad part—if that does happen, as in my prediction, not yours, although yours will probably be the same—is <laughs> neither of our predictions have lightsabers, right? Oh no, nah. Jason Brody does, man. He trades his oh, gun oh, okay. at the shop at the beach. And yep. you get to lightsaber instead. For coconuts. Two coconuts. <laughs> For two coconuts, yes. <laughs> what a deal. What a deal. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, there's more... Uh, there's, there's more options if you go that kind of bounty hunter route because they can mm. use different guns, different types of weapons and whatnot, but no lightsaber because they're not... Jedi. It's, yeah, and I feel like a Jedi would be quite hard to do in a sense of like, with like it's a lot easier with guns. They just go pew 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 like they shoot with a Jedi to like acrobats and have different physics and shit for it. I feel like it would be a lot harder building a game around a Jedi than um just like a I mean there, there's um what's it called? Um Jedi Fallen Order, right? That mm. that exists. Like it can be done, can be done quite well. Oh, it well. can be done. Yeah. But and, and that's another thing that got me thinking, you know, they might do something a bit different because we got Fallen Order recently. Um and it like wasn't a failure at all, right? It was a successful game. So um I think the void, quote unquote void that we have at the moment is yeah, something a little bit different with kind of Bounty Hunter just, style that just, we missed out on. Just bring bring back a pod racing dude on 64 and I'm, can, I'm upset. You, you can put that in there. And that's that's the cool thing about it, right? So if you're 
some sort of bounty hunter, you have no. There's no. There's no limit. You can do whatever there's you no want. Limit. Yeah. You're not bound to the Jedi Order, right? You can yeah. do your pod racing and whatnot. So, I think that'd be cool. Um, but we will have to wait until mm-hmm. we find out what's what they're actually waiting on. But yeah, mm-hmm. that part with the. Yeah, it's gonna be huge, man. That scares the shit out of me. Oh, <laughs> the I don't shit like out when they me. just. It's like, oh, I just want to say to them, just like, just shut up. Yeah, just shut up. Make the game. Where's and then speak to us about the game that you have made. Like, where's Beyond made. Good and Evil Two, you rats? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's Jason yeah. Brody? Where is he now? <laughs> Where is he now? What's what happened he doing? to him? So the other part of the story was, of course, the Indiana Jones game, which someone made a joke about it. Uh, I think it was Zach. Yeah, Zach made a joke about it on his post about it. And he was like, yeah, it feels like a ripoff of uh, Uncharted. Uncharted? I, knew, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I had well played. Know he was going to say well played. that. Well played. Nice one. Nice one. But, I, I, like but I actually did think of that, but I didn't think of a ripoff. I was just like, yes, yeah, sick. Well, of course not. It's that's that's the joke. It's the other way around, right? Like Uncharted is like heavily influenced by Indiana Jones, hundred yeah. percent. But, but like um, in video game wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity there, right? Like Indiana Jones isn't known for his like for shooting people, right? Like it does mm, a whip. Yeah. So I think it'll be more kind of uh, acrobatic stuff more kind of melee mm, yep. a bit more puzzly in a sense of because yeah like mm-hmm. 100% that's going to be in there right like mm-hmm. environmental puzzles and stuff um, I think it'll be cool we haven't had an Uncharted game in, in a long time mm-hmm. um, even at, well we did have a Tomb Raider game not that long ago but apparently it wasn't that great another interesting part is that it's machine games working on it. So the people who have been making the Wolfenstein games. So, I mean, I'm sure we can expect to, like, surely it's a third-person game, right? It's not going to be a first-person Yeah, I thought that. (laughs) I actually did think of it in my head, but I was like, it won't be a first-person shooter. It'd be like a first-person whipper or something. Ah, hope not. Like, (laughs) Surely, it's nah, it'd be person. trash. No, you, you have to go third person. Have to be. Yeah, like, I mean, it, this doesn't mean that you know because they've made those types of games. That, no, yeah, that's exactly what right. Doing, right? Yeah. right. Guerrilla Games with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, perfect example. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I love seeing uh, you know studios that are known for a certain niche mm. um, going out there and make something different. Um, mm. What will be interesting is what is this coming out on because machine games is under bethesda mm. so is this a microsoft exclusive are we be are we going to be playing that on pc is this going to be the first kind of microsoft exclusive yeah hmm. gotta well, think because it's not attached to i guess it's not a a video game series, right? So it's not like uh, with Tomb Raider or whatever, where it's like, oh man, like I played yeah. the first one on fucking PlayStation, uh, I gotta buy an Xbox, right? I, I still think it could be just a timed exclusive. Like, I still think, like, anything that Microsoft are gonna make, mm-hmm. it's gonna come out on Sony eventually. Like, you just, again, like, why wouldn't you make money off your competitors? Like, especially is what we talked about, they don't care about their 
console mm. sales really mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. care about their game pass and like selling those kind of the games and stuff like that the so. services as opposed to actual units yep yeah um, so yeah um, again if it comes out on PlayStation I'd get it on PlayStation if not it looks like I'd be getting it on PC yeah <laughs> so, it, just, it just feels weird right like I, I'm, I'm the same like it sounds like a console game for me for sure uh, but I mean yeah if I can't well yeah I guess I will get it on PC um, mm-hmm. yeah it'll be it'll be be very interesting to see what they do how they mm. how they use that deal that they made with uh, Zenimax and Bethesda yep yeah mm. well that was the the huge topic of this week that's for sure lots of news around it uh, another thing that we got was uh, a few announcements uh, for release dates of PS5 games um, and the article we'll be referring to for this one was written by Shannon Grisky over at Press Start. And it's basically that, uh, yeah, PlayStation um, confirmed a few dates at CES uh, earlier this week. So Returnal, the game that you're... You know what? Look into it a little bit more. There's a, a new trailer that dropped as well for that game. Mm. I think it might interest you a bit more. Maybe. Maybe not maybe okay uh but we do have a release date now which is march 23rd i watched a bit of it and i feel like it might actually i'm I'm fairly confident it might interest you a bit more because yeah you're you're picking things up and uh, you know combining different weapons and whatnot and okay it's just yeah i I really want to see how that whole roguelike aspect of it um turns out but we'll mm-hmm. have to wait and see not very long just a no. couple of months just a couple of months now uh kena bridge of spirits which is that kind of cutesy game that we saw uh in the the highlight reel uh towards the end of last year and uh, looks like a bit of a cutesy platformer coming out march mm-hmm. this year we don't have a, a, a like set in stone date but it says march 2021 uh, Solar Ash, I don't quite remember that one. I think it was like kind of a yeah pixel arty uh, platformer. So that's June yes. 2021. Yep. Ghostwire Tokyo, October 2021, which is the um, yeah, Bethesda one. Yeah, not your jam. Uh, Stray, the cat game, October. Mm-hmm. I'm really keen to see what I'm, that is actually yeah, like. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm thinking it's going to be kind of like a <laughs> like a goat simulator or something. I think it's going to be like a cat <laughs> simulator, nah. um, but just with more in depth. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not counting down the days. That's for sure. Yeah, I just think it's it's an opportunity to. Yeah, it sounds like they're they're obviously trying to do something different. So yeah, they are. yep. Um. I'm keen. Mm. I'm I'm very intrigued. Cautiously yep. intrigued, yep. I should say. Uh, Project Athea, which is that Square Enix exclusive, uh, coming out January 2022. Oh. Yeah, don't know much about this one. I just got this kind of fancy trailer of this girl running around doing magical spells and, and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, don't, don't know too much about that one. 
cool. Just wait a little bit right. to find out a bit more. Ratchet and Clank, no actual date, 2021 still. Mm. And Horizon Forbidden West, also 2021, no set date. And Pragmata, which is that Capcom game. Uh, had, had that crazy sci-fi trailer. Sci-fi, dude, yeah. Yeah, delayed to 2023. Whoa! Yeah, I know, right? Just don't even bother putting that in. Just like, don't worry about telling us when it's going to come out, man. Oh, spot on, man. And that's, <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I think most of those games that they were showing uh, in that presentation where we saw what the PlayStation 5 was going to look like, Mm. most of those games were like, yeah, 2021 or, or whatever. Um, and this was already back then, 2022. And I was like, oh, the fuck is that there? Like, just wait, man. <laughs> you know how many wait. other games are coming out in 22 as well, like before that? <laughs> I want yeah, Rockstar to come sorry. out and be like, GTA coming out in uh, 2029. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just... What? It's like, thanks, mate. It's like, have you made any? Oh, no, we haven't really started, but we just want to let you know. Like, it's so weird. It's like, yeah, all we've seen so far is that, that trailer, and it's a CGI trailer as well, so there's mm. nothing, like, gameplay-wise. And now, what, like, three, four months later or whatever, um, we already got our first delay, 2023. <laughs> like, what good does that do? I don't understand. Stay quiet. Just... Do your game, man. And then when you no- definitely know that it's coming out one year, oh. then hype it up and put all your trails down and shit. Like, yeah, you know, just- I would love to see how it actually works in the background yeah, in terms same, of like investors and stuff. Because like that's the only thing I can think of, right? Like investors go... Or like they have something to show and go, yeah, look, this is what we're working on. It's going to... It's going to make mad bank because, yeah, you know, Capcom, man, like we've done all this shit and mm. yeah, we have this that we're working on. It's going to be 2022. Give us money. Mm. That's that's the only thing I can think of. I don't see any other benefit at all coming out of this mm. from like the public seeing yeah. this and then going, oh yeah, sick. I already have to wait two years for it. Oh wait, now it's three. Lit. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, but yeah, here's a little list of what you can uh, look forward to on your PlayStation 5 that you probably do not own. So let's move on to our next topic, which is Riot <laughs> and Bungie are teaming up to sue Valorant and Destiny 2 cheat makers. Article we'll be referring to for this one was written by Nicole Carpenter over at Polygon. And it reads, A cheating software creator is facing a lawsuit duly from Riot Games and Bungie teaming up i love that a little bit of a crossover oh i like love that it. yeah yeah for producing hacks for valorant and destiny 2 among other video games according to a complaint obtained by polygon lawyers for riot and bungie filed the complaint in the central district of california court on friday alleging that cameron santos of gator cheats as well as others is trafficking in a portfolio of malicious cheats and hacks Bungie and Riot allege that CentOS and the Gator Cheat staff sell and distribute their cheating software through a website, but also via email, Telegram. What the fuck is Telegram? Telegram? What the fuck? <laughs> right? And, like and, I um, like, a, me- and a fucking... Morse code? Message pigeon. <laughs> fucking... Like, what yeah. the fuck? 
What is this, like the 1800s or some shit? I'm thinking because it's got a capital letter there. I'm like, surely that's some sort of app because the next thing is also Discord. You keep going. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, please do. The software provided is specifically designed to go undetected by Riot and Bungie's anti-cheat technology systems. Access to the cheating software ranges from $90 per month up to $500 to lifetime. Access to the cheat. Lawyers allege that Gator Cheats has made tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars from the cheats. Valorant cheats are quite a bit more expensive than Destiny 2 software, according to the complaint. Uh, the software has different settings to allow players to tweak to their needs, like an aimbot, which improves the player's aim, as well as cheats that show enemy health and equipment. Riot and Bungie said that damages... Uh, may amount to millions of dollars in harm caused to the companies by Gator Cheats software. They're looking to the court to shut down the operation, citing the alleged uh, trafficking of cheating software and intentional interface, it, oh, sorry, interference uh, in players breaching contracts, as well as unfair competition. That's full on. Good on you, Destiny and Valorant. Fuck Definitely. them up. Um, and by the way, for all our uh, people like me and Roger who don't know what a Telegram is, uh, it's a free, it's a free software that's a yeah. cross-platform. It's yeah. cloud-based and instant messaging and stuff yeah, like that. Cool. Uh, but that's what it is. <laughs> I was like, ah. Because um, I thought it was like an olden day thing. You know how they're like, Telegram. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's fucking goddamn. Or like yeah. a pigeon coming. Never heard it's of like, it. Oh, it's a fucking I'm glad it's letter. not an actual, an actual Telegram. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously we both have a pretty strong stance when it comes to cheating. We mm-hmm. both think it's absolutely... Pointless. Like, why? I don't understand, man. What do you get out of... Don't understand. Like, which we don't understand at all. Like, what satisfaction can you get out of cheating your way to victory in a video game? The only cheating I would say is okay is a single-player game like GTA and having all the cash you want in the world. But multiplayer cheating? Go fuck yourself. Um, have you seen that guy on YouTube who made that? Oh, actually, we did. We both have seen it. Where that guy made the uh, so-called fake cheating software for Counter Strike. Oh yes. Ah, oh, he's the best, dude. You, oh, go check it out on YouTube if you haven't seen it. I can't even know what it's called. Probably like <laughs> anti-cheating software Counter Strike. He oh, just makes like a so cheating good. software, but it's not really cheating. It makes them like blow up and makes them do stupid shit. Um, yeah. So they think they've got real good aim, but it will like throw a grenade when they go shoot right at their feet. Or if they're in a car in like PUBG, they'll blow up straight away if they try and have someone, one of their friends, like jump in the car. It's a pisser. But yeah, fuck you. Real cheers. good. Real good. Uh, Destiny Two. I wasn't aware that people were cheating in Destiny Two. That sounds like sounds a bit weird, to be honest. Like, um, what, what, yeah, what PV, PVP. Yeah, I, I figured it would be so, in, in um, what's it called, Crucible. But yeah, Crucible, yeah. God, oh man, I don't get it. Why man. do you cheat in anything? Fuck, I don't get it. Yeah, even in Warzone, like you know how Call of Duty is terrible with their handling like, with cheaters, but you just see these guys like kill like sixty people, but you're like, why? Like, like, you know what? Like, of course you're gonna win, and if you yeah. don't win, you've got the biggest fucking loser ever. Like. 
I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, look how good I am. But you know, deep down, not even deep down, like you know that you're cheating. You, you're not actually doing this. So it's like playing a I game on super, 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 super easy. Like it'd be so boring. Yeah, I don't, I really don't get it. I don't think I will ever get it. No. I would love to, you, you know what? I'm going to go out there and actively seek a cheater and I'm going to get him on the show so we can find out why they cheat. No, I'll get heated, dude. Don't do that. What? I'll get heated. I yeah, good. Me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stay <laughs> tuned for that episode. So oh, man. I imagine. I, I think that would be really interesting. An interview with a cheater. I'd have to I'm sure there's some out there. So up. fucking hard. <sighs> yes. I'd be so like, oh yes, dude. I understand. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my god. And and you know what? Like, good on good on all mate fucking Riot and, and Bungie for doing this. But yeah, like I can't help but feel that, you know, they're trying to get money out of it as well. Uh, and also, obviously, it's compromising what they're doing. It's it's hurting them, their their communities as well. Uh, it's oh, I, it's seriously something I'm never going to understand. No, no. one ever is going to be able to like change my mind about it or like you know like there's some things where you go like I don't get it, and then you kind of you know whatever oh, like someone it. who's interested in it or whatever like explains it to you, and you're like. Uh, yeah, I, I I understand a bit more from from that perspective or whatever. But this, no, no, never, never. Anyway, moving on to slightly more uh, happy things, uh, much happier things actually, because mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima fans have actually crowdfunded repairs to real life shrine. Article, the article we'll be referring to for this one was written by Steve Watts over at GameSpot and it reads, Ghost of Tsushima is known for its picturesque landscapes but now the community has pitched in to help make the real world a little more picturesque as well. Fans have helped to raise money to rebuild a shrine on the actual island of Tsushima that was damaged during a recent typhoon. A crowdfunding page Uh, for the Watatsumi Shrine in Tsushima started in November to repair the shrine, uh, which concluded on Sunday with $260,000, far above the $47,500 goal. A priest at the shrine, Yuichi Hirayama, noted the involvement. Thanks, man. I've worked really hard on that. I've been practicing all day. (laughs) Uh, noted that the involvement of the game community is the is a thank you note on the crowdfunding page. The shrine the shrine plans to engrave the names of supporters on a stone monument. I think that's really cool. Uh, we have received a great deal of support from the players of Ghost of Tsushima game set in Tsushima, and I feel that it is God's guidance. Hirayama wrote via VGC. I am very grateful for the support of so many people during a cramped life due to the coronavirus and the challenging economic situation. I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Go gamers, man. That's amazing. I didn't know that was happening until I saw that article, but mm. I think that's absolutely wonderful. Um, you know, that that's, you know, one of the, the things that we can do, you know, like it's one good thing coming out of the gaming community. It There's is. lots of good things coming out of it, but of course, 
most of the time we hear about the bad things, like fucking cheaters, you bloody assholes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's really good, really good. Um, yeah, for sure. I was very happy to read that. Especially so, like what the goal was forty seven and a half thousand dollars and they raised yep. two hundred and sixty thousand mm. dollars. That is fucking insane. I know, right? Mental. Really cool. Um makes me want to get my name on there. So yeah. Like chuck you... fifty cents in there and just get my name on that shrine. Oh, so you don't care about the shrine? I care about having my name on the shrine. That's close enough, isn't it? Yeah, fair cool. Yeah, I want, I want my name on the shrine too. Yeah, let's go Harvey's, twenty five cents each. Can't afford it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Throw them some beans. You gotta buy me, buy my beans, man. <laughs> Getting get attacked by, by beans, beans, man. man. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh... moving on. We've got the Harry Potter open world rpg hogwarts legacy has been delayed to 2022 ah sadness the article we'll be referring to for this one was written by eddie mccuck over at GameSpot. getting double the articles this week eddie good on you mate good on you eddie the anticipated upcoming harry potter open world rpg hogwarts legacy has been delayed to 2022 publisher port key games made the announcement on twitter saying the game needed more time to shine Creating the best possible experience for all of the wizarding world and gaming fans is paramount to us, so we are giving the game the time it needs, the studio said. Avalanche's head of story, Adrian Ropp, briefly discussed some of the features Hogwarts Legacy will out, will tout thanks to the power of the PlayStation 5's processors and the sensory capabilities of the DualSense controller, specifically Rob said the dual sense imbues a sense of sound and touch not seen in previous Harry Potter games. A feature that will make Hogwarts Legacy much more immersive. And Chris is like, man, I can't wait to try this for two minutes and turn it the fuck off. In fact, I'm not even going to turn it on. Right? Did I get that right? No. <laughs> You're right, man. <laughs> I still haven't turned it on. This is an exciting time to develop immersive experiences. The new opportunities provided by the, the PS5 are literal game changers, Rob said. With, an, with innovative high-definition graphics, a player can practically feel the terror of Inferi. I don't know what the fuck that is. Bearing down <laughs> upon them and uh, sense the ground rumbling beneath them as a herd of angry centaurs uh, surrounds them. Even dueling against a deadly dark witch takes on a new level of realism thanks to the controller's ability to imbue sound and touch into every moment. Mm. Okay, you're hyping it up a little bit too much there, mate. Just a little bit too much. It's like uh, making yeah. it sound like, you know, holding that controller is going to make a fucking witch like appear in front of me and like yeah. spit on my face or something. Feel. It's like, yeah, feel that shit. Feel that shit. Um... Man, so I say this all the time. We both agree we don't care if games are delayed. Um, yep. But I think this have to be the first game that I was actually like, oh. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I kind of like did that like, that fake smile like, that's okay. Mm. 
But deep down, you can see it through my eyes, and I was like crying. I was like, no, man. It's keen but, to try a Harry Potter game, finally. Um, it did make me kind of... But like The positive side of it is like, yeah, that's you know they want to get this game right, so they've delayed yep. it. Um, but I think we're all probably thinking about that with the Cyberpunk. Um, yep. And, you know, the more delays doesn't mean the better the game is. Uh, I mean... Look, man, but, like, we, I thought about that, right? Like, obviously, that's a huge deal, and we got that. Uh, I probably should have put that in there as well, but City Project Red uh, mm. released a, a little video uh, yeah. apologizing for uh, the launch of Cyberpunk, and there's a bit of a roadmap as well, so check that out for sure. Uh, but you know what? Thinking about that, I thought, you know, like, it. it yes, it's, we're probably going to be thinking about this sort of thing for a little while, like going you know delays don't mean it's going to be a good thing but you know what we went through that with watchdogs right um and back then i remember saying you know like delaying a game doesn't mean anything doesn't mean the game's going to be good but you know it's not something that happens very often so no mm. most of the time 99 percent of the time yeah it means it's a good thing they're they're doing yep. what they need to do and you know once in a while you mm. get your your watchdogs to uh watchdogs OG Watchdogs and mm. uh, yeah, Cyberpunk. That that might happen, but mm. but that yeah. was a positive thing I got out of that. Was just like you know what, like as much as I am, I would be disappointed. At least they want to kind of make this game yeah uh, really good. So um, mm. yeah, mm. good on them. Can't wait to be a wizard. You're always at hurry. Another thing that I left out of um, our little dot points there, a little mm. summary um, that I thought I'd bring up to you because it might interest you is uh, the game is actually set in the 1800s because we, we did talk about how it's not set in like the... Obviously set in the same universe, but different um, time than time. Like actual Harry so, Potter. So like what time is Harry Potter sitting? Uh, like, well, I, I'd say you know, present, like back in the day. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Modern they times. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because they don't have flying... Ca- oh, fuck, I'm so confused. So, like, Harry had a flying... That flying car? Remember that car? Yeah, yeah. Flew yeah. and yeah. shit? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they don't have cars. But then again, they were flying around on fucking broomsticks. So I was like, I don't know, like... I don't know. I'm but- like, what do you mean? Confusing a sense of like, do they still have flying broomsticks back in the 1800s in Harry Potter? Surely. Land? Um, I mean, we we did see some, didn't we? Yeah. I think we saw some in the Play trailer. Quidditch, sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh right. man, if that's not in there, that's a big missed opportunity. But I mean, like, it's good that it's you know setting itself yeah, apart it's not, from yeah Harry like, yeah. actual yeah. Harry Potter, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have to wait a little bit. But something that we thought we might have to wait a bit longer for that uh, we found out we won't have to wait that long is the new Pokemon Snap called New Pokemon Snap. It's actually called New Pokemon Snap. And I'm really excited to talk about that game five years down the track and go, man, have you played New Pokemon Snap? The game that's fucking five years old. The new Pokemon Snap. Not the yeah. old one. 
<laughs> yeah. If you got a fucking 64. Like... They did it again. They did it with the, the new 3DS, which is now old as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the new Pokemon Snap game got a release date and a new trailer. Definitely check out the beautiful trailer. Especially, Zach, you're probably listening to this. Go tell Lockie to watch it and tell us again if it looks like a fucking Nintendo 64 game, please. Uh, but the article we'll be referring to for this one was written by Shannon Grixty over at Press Start. He also gets double the mention. Good when you, you said Shannon. when you said Shannon Grixty, I thought you said Shannon Risty. <laughs> no, and I was like, that name's mad. I want to be friends with him. Your last name to Risty to get them Risties. But Sorry. Nintendo has confirmed the first game to release in, to, in Pokemon's uh, 25th anniversary year. Look at that. Pokemon's turn 25. Crazy times. And it's Pokemon, uh, new Pokemon Snap, sorry. Uh, the game will be releasing on April 30th, which is definitely a lot sooner than expected. Mm-hmm. The game takes place in the Lentil region, where you'll venture from island to island on an ecological survey building up the Pokemon Photodex by taking photos, of course. The trailer doesn't reveal a whole lot of new things about the game, but it does show off some of the Pokemon that will be in the new version, as well as uh, some of the flora and fauna uh, that we can expect to see in uh, in our journeys. As per Nintendo's website, the game uh, will allow us to explore beaches, jungles, deserts, and more, trying to take photos of more than 200 Pokemon. It's a lot of damn mons. Yeah, yes. Yes. Chris, I I got the uh, pleasure of watching your live reaction uh, while you were watching that trailer. Mm -hmm. And you look quite excited. Man, I'm super excited. We did talk about uh, the back in the old days, in the old Nintendo 64 days, where I played Pokemon Snap and loved it. Um, I, I honestly think they didn't probably have to call this the new Pokemon Snap game. They could have just called it Pokemon Snap. Like or even Pokemon Snap, shit. The game. Uh, that, like, that's what I thought that we're gonna go with. Just Pokemon uh, Snap. Like we've seen that before, yeah. right? Even Fucking, Pokemon yeah. Snap Two. I don't know. Fuck. You don't need to. Call yeah, it like we, the like new. Star Wars Battlefront. Y- yeah, bizarre. Got, but yeah. Nintendo's nin- gonna Nintendo. Um, Indeed. Yeah, this game looks really beautiful. As what I said to you, as we love to call it, a coffee game. Yep. Um, when you're drinking your pixel bean coffee and playing Pokemon <laughs> Snap, it will be um, go fucking, ham on the plot. It's so Love. good. I like, could you mm. picture this, Roger? Oh, talk to me, Daddy. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got my hand on my coffee. All right. <laughs> yeah, so a wintry night. You're a bit tired. You don't want to. You don't want to mm. kind of. You don't want to play mm. PC. You don't mm. want to go to your games room. You just want to mm. snuggle into bed. Yep. Brew, you brew up a coffee, pixel bean coffee. That is. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, you get your Sonic Boom blend out. Blend that up. <laughs> yes. Go to your go to your bed with your coffee. Yeah, you sit down for some uh, Pokemon Snap, the new one. That is not the old one. Because you would have had to bring your 64 and your fucking TV and shit. <laughs> so the new Pokemon. You're sitting in bed playing the new Pokemon Snap game with your coffee in bed. Yep. Fucking anything better than that while the rain is just Oof. outside. Oof. 
Fucking love hell, that. Man. Love Sh- that. Shannon Risty, you've got me going. <laughs> Shannon Risty. Um, oh, dude, I just think this is going to be such a relaxing game. Like, it yeah. was such a good game to just cruise around. It's a joyful photos game. Of you, throwing apples at Pokemon, getting their reactions, taking photos of their emotions, sipping on your coffee in bed. Yeah. Amazing. That sounds delightful. Absolutely yeah. delightful. Cannot mm-hmm. wait. And it's only, yeah, a few months away. So we, we said your birthday's on the 3rd of May. That's mm-hmm. only four days before your birthday. Mm-hmm. Perfect opportunity. Meg, mm-hmm. get around it. Yeah. And, hey, you're not far off as well. No. I'm so, a week later. Just a week so, later. 100%. It's on my list. It's mm-hmm. on my list for sure. Uh, the only thing for me is um, I have to wait an extra week. Yeah. So... Maybe, you know what? Maybe like, maybe get it as an early Christmas present. Christmas, fucking hell. I mean, Jesus fuck. What? E- Easter? Birthday. <laughs> Easter, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah oh, wait, wait, Easter, Easter present. present. Yes. I think, um, oh, actually, no, I'll go back to work soon after that. Uh, but anyway, I think, you know, just closing my eyes, picturing what you just described to me, it's going to keep me going. Just like, you know what? Next week, my birthday, I can. Make myself a nice cup of pixel beans, sit in bed, and uh, and and like you say, it'll be it'll be the start of winter, man. It'll be prime, prime, prime. time. I wonder. I'm just interested to see the features that we get with it. Like, what yep. type of like can we play co-op? Can we cruise around together? Don't get excited, man. Don't I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm setting the bar high. Shadow down, but I'm just saying, like, what? What's well, not game free? That's a positive. Is it what? It's not game free because game free has had the same formula for Pokemon for the last yeah twenty five mm-hmm. years. So um, yeah, got a, got a shot there. I'm interested, man. I'm interested, and I'm keen. It looks beautiful. Um, mm. Lucky, if you're listening, if you think this looks like he's not listening, a sixty. No, if, if <laughs> no, I'm just you got to tell Zach to tell things to. Oh to right, Lucky. well That's yeah, Zach. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> this, this does not look like a 64 game at all. No. I mean, to be fair, this is probably not actual gameplay, but yeah. Mate, it's not yeah. going to be a 64 game. Yeah. Nah, no chance. No chance. Uh, but that'll do for the news this week. So we're going to talk a little bit about the games that we've been playing this week. But before we do that, of course, we're going to remind you, if you are listening to the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure that you leave us a cheeky review on there. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, we also have a wonderful website with all of our links on there, www.badmashpod.com. Uh, you'll find the link to our uh, Twitch channel over there, twitch.tv forward slash buttonmashpod, where I've been playing a little bit of Dead Cells, which I'll talk about very soon, and also uh, uh, on the socials at buttonmashpod on Twitter and Instagram. And we've got a little Discord family that you should join and make some friends. We've got some wonderful people over there as well. But let's get into the games that we've been playing this week. And, and you know, looking at that list, uh, it's, yeah, evident that we haven't been able to play much this week. But mm-hmm. last night, man, last night was good. It was a good 
night of gaming with the boys. It was. It was. Yeah, for sure. So boot it up. You know, we were talking in the chat. We went, um, let's let's play a little bit of zombies. Maybe we'll we'll dabble into a little bit of just multiplayer. And uh, you know, I was talking to Finn because you you were the last one to jump on. I was like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go multiplayer? Do you want to go zombies? And he was like, you know, I haven't played multiplayer in a while. Let's let's have a look. I boot up that multiplayer playlist, Chris. I look down the list, and what do I see? Oh, daddy. I see Prop Hunt. And the first thing I say to Finn is, Chris is going to jizz his pants. And you jump on, and what did you do? You jizzed <laughs> your pants. And the best thing about that was I didn't realize that Finn had literally no idea that Prop Hunt was a thing. Where the fuck has he been? I don't know. And if, you know, <laughs> listeners out there, if you haven't heard of Prop Hunt before, please do yourself a favor. There's there's different ways of playing Prop Hunt. It's not just in COD. It's not a COD thing. In fact, it, it comes from another game. Uh, it's it's a mode that's available in multiple games now, but do yourself a favor. In whatever game it's in, man, it's fucking fantastic. It's an absolute blast. Even if you're not good at Call of Duty, it doesn't matter because Prop Hunt is basically a team of players that uh, basically a bunch of various objects could be Ranging from, as we found out last night, a chicken, could be a crate, could be a whole bunch of different things. And you basically have to hide around the map. And the other team has to go around and shoot you down. Get rid of all them objects. But of course, they don't know what sort of objects they're looking for, which Mm -hmm. makes it fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So the last time we played that, I think was in, surely there was, I think there was another one. That had prop hunt after Modern Warfare remastered. I want to say. Yeah, there's a black. There's Modern Warfare remastered. There was Black Ops had one. World War Two, that's the other one. World War Two. There's probably been like four. I reckon. I reckon mm. there's been three or four. Um, but it's been a while. I feel like it's been a while since we played yeah, it. Yeah, anyway. I think it has to. Yeah. No. Um, it can really. It's a lot of screaming, a lot oh, of laughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and the thing is, some people are probably like, well, if you're an object, like how do literally people know you're... Well, you have a whistle. So every 30 seconds, there's a little countdown. And you, as a prop, does a whistle. So the people who are finding you, if they don't hear a whistle, that means you know near anyone. You know when you're a prop. If you find someone by shooting them and you can start moving, you get three changes. So you can change three times to a different prop. And whenever you change, you get one concussion grenade. Um, so you can concuss the people that are trying to get you and you can kind of like try and hide in a different spot. Um, this is amazing. And you get, uh, what are they called? Um Decoys. Decoys as well. You get three decoys. So you can put like the same prop next to you or wherever you want. So if you are, say, a bunch of pellets and you're in a corner and you're like, oh man, this I can't blend in. Well, bang, bang. You can put down like 
three pellets and kind of blend in. Um, and he just makes the best game. It is literally like, I love it so much. <laughs> it is so much fun. It's just one of those games where it doesn't matter how good you are at COD. This no, has got nothing to do with skill. Nothing to do. My mum could jump on this game <laughs> and literally just turn into a sign and just stand there in the middle of the road. Now, I was explaining a little story to Finn uh, yesterday where you were a light, a street light, I think you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you literally stood in the <laughs> middle of the fucking road while the whole team, you're the only one left and they were running around. They're running past you. They weren't shooting at you, running past you and didn't even think there was actually a light post right there. They just thought it was part of the map. I was crying. It was the funniest thing ever. Crying. Um, and yeah, last night, at, uh, yeah, like there was a moment where I was a box and I jumped up on another set of box boxes and I put a decoy next to me and then I stood next to my decoy and they were shooting everywhere. They shoot shot the boxes below me. It even came down to a point where someone jumped up on top of the box above me, jumped down onto me, <laughs> went through <laughs> me and kept going. Like literally didn't uh, even realise. Um it's a oh blast dude. God. If you haven't played Prop Hunt like far out, dude. Get, like, get on that, man. It's get so much fun. It. So much fun. Especially with friends, because you can all talk to each other and you can suss each other out when you die and um, try and mm. give your backseat driving, your backseat gaming kind of advice to your friends. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's um, it. That, that's another great yeah. thing. And, and, it, and it's not a game where you have to be fully focused in as well. Like, you just sit there and just like, it's literally hide and seek. You're like, oh shit, like someone's coming past me. Uh, but it can get really frustrating when you're trying to seek um, and you're just shooting your gun everywhere and you're like, oh my gosh, we've already got, we got one prop left. And when the little whistle comes in like five seconds, we're like, shh, 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 shh be quiet. And he's, you're like, oh, where is he? Yeah, where is he? <laughs> Go find him, he's over there. Oh, it's so good. Love it. Love it. I'm so it glad is. it's back in COD. So glad. My favorite game mode is back where you don't shoot your guns. <laughs> oh well you do yeah. when you're the when you're the seeker <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it but it's like good times yeah, it's, it's barely about the gun right mm-hmm. at all but yeah we we had an absolute blast and then Finn went to bed and we thought well Chris said man we can play an online co-op season in FIFA 21 mm. I got so excited man we some of our fondest memories are from was it Pro Evo? We've played Pro Evo together. We played AFL NHL. We played NHL together, where we make our own players and just do a, a season together. Players, a, a player each, our own player, and, and yeah, off we go. Play a season, and it's an absolute blast. And right? only so, I thought we mm-hmm. could do this, like not together. I like sit on the same couch. You could do it at your house, and I could do it at my house. Yeah, that was probably the most exciting bit of it. A hundred percent. And the fact that it's called co-op seasons was, you know, like for, for us, it was a, a given. But like, mm. I was skeptical. I was a little skeptical. I was like, man, you know what? I've been disappointed before, man. So I, I got to see it for myself before I I get too excited. I thought I dreamt about it as well. I was like, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe it isn't a oh, thing. Fuck. <laughs> so we go in and we find out that it's not in fact just you and me going through just a normal season against 
AI. It's us going up against other players online. So we thought, this sucks. This sucks. But we thought, you know what? Let's let's give it a try. We'll try it first. And if it sucks, it sucks. But if it doesn't, you know what? We'll, we've tried it. Maybe it'll be fun. And holy shit. Like, I had way more fun than I expected. Yeah. Yep. So we played against another team and yeah, obviously two other players out there were controlling that team. And it was really good to see that, you know, like the last time we played a soccer game together would have been like, I don't know. 10 years ago. Probably 10 years ago. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Mm-hmm. And our chemistry was on spot point. on. It was. On point. Within on the point, first yeah. few minutes, mm-hmm. we run towards the goals I lobbed the ball, through ball, to Beautiful. you, yep. and just volley into the goals. And it was absolutely fantastic. First goal, we're winning. Um, and that that went on for the first half. I think they scored a goal in the f- uh, towards yeah, the end did. of the first half. Yeah. Yep. But we were going pretty well. We were holding our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second half, we... Again, like it was pretty late in the second half. They, they scored these two goals as well. Um, lots of missed opportunities on our end. We won. We won every stat sh- on the stat sheets. We won the that's most the thing amount well. of shot on targets, possession, possession, everything. We were we had them on the on the ropes, but we just couldn't couldn't execute. But you know what? I said to Rog, "Hey, this is our warm up game, man. This is pretty good for our warm up game. The second game, we're gonna be lit." And we went to look for that second game. Second game never came <laughs> once you lose i feel like <laughs> they're like you guys suck man you guys have played every game uh, yeah like you said it could have been the fact that it was one in the morning and there were just yeah m- people who were online at that time probably were playing ultimate team which is the main the most popular mode mm-hmm. uh but we're not about that and um, but yeah I'm, I'm very keen like we were saying to to try that mode during the day because you know i have hope now like i feel like you know we'll play a few games and we'll, we'll be decent at it it's not like what we you described in uh 2k last week where you know people have pumped some dollars in there and have become you know higher rated than than you it's just literally you pick a a team from existing um soccer teams out there and um you go out there and, and perform that's it it's it's up to yeah it's only skills based right mm-hmm. uh which is good like there's there is matchmaking in there unlike 2k so yeah i'm very keen to to try that as at a at a decent time not fucking one in the morning yeah i'm hoping that's what it was i'm yeah, really i'm hoping too hoping because that's what it was. i think i told you there was like 970 players on the line for that mode yeah that's not a lot of players um some mm. people think like 970 players that's a lot it's like, yeah, no, it's just, no it's not really nah um and it was for solo as well so yeah hopefully it's just yeah maybe we'll, we'll play before 12 o'clock um I feel yep. like any competitive tech game after 12, if you can get a game, you're going to get wrecked anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a fair call. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely keen to play a bit more of that and, and report back with some, yeah, hopefully some, some dubs. stories about our dubs. dubs. Yeah. Yee. That'll be good. That'll Yee. be good. 
Uh, but let's talk about the complete opposite of dubs, uh, which is basically my experience with Dead Cells. No, that no, was actually decent. So it was actually decent. So if you haven't heard of Dead Cells, Dead Cells is a roguelike platformer. So it's got very pretty pixel art. You go in there and you're you're basically this kind of, yeah, this corpse that's reanimated by, I don't know, something, some weird parasite that enters your body and up you get, pick up a sword and off you go on a wonderful adventure. So basically, yeah, hack and slash, and mm-hmm. then you can pick up a secondary weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of random what you pick up. So I think at the start, you only get the, the standard one is a, a bow mm-hmm. uh, or a shield. You get to pick. Okay. Right? Yep. So I'm playing with a controller. It's recommended you play with a controller. So I've got uh, X on the Xbox controller. So your square mm-hmm. is my, um, my sword. And Y, or triangle, is my secondary. So I'm, I usually go for the bow. And then, uh, yeah, the furthest, the, the further you get, the the more stuff you find, right? It's, it's kind of random. So usually my go-to will be a bow. Um, but you know what? I've owned this game on PC probably since it came out a couple of years ago. Right. But it's one of those games where I'm like, I want to love it. But I'm shit at it, so I'm not going to put in effort. Um, and then, so just to, yeah, a little bit of uh, background on what happens when I edit this wonderful show that we call the Bud Mash Podcast is mm-hmm. I basically listen to the show, right? I mm-hmm. listen to the episode and I pick out little things here and there that we need to cut out or whatever it is. Uh, but while we do that, as you can imagine, could be quite boring just sitting there listening yeah i fart a lot by the way and he edits out like probably a good half an hour of farting you're welcome yeah you're welcome people yeah you're welcome Mm -hmm. so what i started doing is um just playing a game on the side right so uh last week i was like uh you know like an easy one to just you know like obviously can't be like some sort of narrative game that i need to pay attention to it needs to be a, a fairly straightforward simple game so I picked Dead Cells, and it's fucking grown on me, man. It's really grown on me. I'm really enjoying it, really sinking my teeth in it. So nice. basically, the 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 whole um, loop of it is uh, you you kill enemies, and they give you these things called cells, right? So you pick up a whole bunch of cells, and you get to the end of the level, which is procedurally generated. So every time you play, it's going to be different. But it's kind of uh, it's kind of separated in in different kind of levels, right? So the first one is kind of like inside this this castle kind of thing, and then you go out, and it's kind of like um, I don't know, but it's like a different kind of backdrop, right? right. You have different kinds of enemies, yeah. So it's that, but the level <coughs> itself will be mm-hmm. different every time. Okay. And then you finish that, and then again, different backdrop, different enemies, but. It'll be random again. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is like in between those segments, mm. you basically have to turn in all your cells. Okay. So you turn them in and uh, it goes towards something that you want to unlock. So there's a whole bunch of different things. It'll be uh, a type of weapon. So basically once you unlock that, you get the chance of getting that into random bits that you find weapons in, right? Yeah. Um, 
or it could be uh, the one I'm trying to get at the moment is random melee weapon at the start. So every time I restart, it'd be a better weapon than what you start with is called a rusty sword, which, mm-hmm. as you can tell, doesn't sound very good, right? Um, you can get them hep B though. If you... Yeah, but they're usually like already dead, so they don't really care. Oh, right. So it's not yeah, that effective. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought that too, but yeah. Not very effective. Uh, but yeah, th- there's that kind of yeah gameplay loop where you go, yeah, kill a whole bunch of enemies, pick up their cells, pick up money. There's like shops um, in the middle, like in the middle of the level, you can buy different weapons or equipment or whatnot. Um, and yeah, like I've become kind of decent at it where I'm like good enough to get through um, a fair chunk of the game before I die. Uh, so that's the game I've been playing on stream the past couple of weeks, and uh, it's attracted uh, a few people who who play the game, who has been who have been kind enough to kind of help me out with uh, you know some some tips and tricks, which is cool. Um, so they'll be like, you know, yeah, pick up this mutation because it's handy with the the loadout that you have or whatnot, um, and it's really cool. So apparently, how it works is. You've got those uh, three, yeah. So three levels, and then there's a boss battle. Oh, you fight the boss, and then you go through another two levels, and then there's another boss. Sure. And then it ramps up the difficulty. I think that's how it works. Right. right? And then you kind of do the whole thing again, but it's like there's a little bit of a twist on it. It's a little bit harder um and yeah the, so the guy who's been helping me out he, he's gone up to i think bc2 oh. um so yeah a, a, apparently like the difficulty ramps up like incredibly and it becomes intense but oh. intense. yeah i'm not i'm not up to that yet but okay. it's just like i don't know like uh, it's kind of clicked for me the whole like die repeat but like you're learning stuff you're also yeah. earning certain things because you know i've got those cells and i've turned them in and i've upgraded this thing yeah um it's a lot of fun man it's a lot of fun it's available on other other uh systems as well um okay. so a lot of people played on switch because it's a like you know platformers indie games on switch um to give it uh but i yeah i have it on pc and it it's great, man. It's a lot of fun. It's a very easy game to just, yeah, jump in, play for a bit, except for the fact that, like, once you get a little bit decent at it, it's kind of, like, you know, dice often. So, uh, on Tuesday's stream, which went for two hours, I died, I think it was twice. Yeah, I died oh, maybe three times. Like, the third time was the end of the stream. Mm-hmm. So, three times in two hours, that's not that much. When no. I used to die like a fair bit, mm. um, but yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. If you kind of enjoy those those roguelike games, you probably have played that game already. But if you haven't, definitely check it out. Like I said, it's available on uh, most systems now: PlayStation, Xbox, uh, Switch, PC, and um, yeah, there's a there's a streamer mode as well, which I haven't quite figured out yet, like how to link it properly to my stream. How does how does that work? Yeah, so it's super interesting. So I read like the description of it and there's things like uh, the viewers can do certain things like heal uh, you or oh, like, wow. sabotage you uh, and shit. Rats. 
Yes, I'm like, man, I'm really keen to like try that out. It sounds really cool. So I need to work on setting that up before next week's stream. Yeah, cool. And I think it'll be it'll be cool. It'll be good. Mm. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of that. It's kind of my go-to. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, my latest coffee game, which I started playing again today, was also, um, what's it called? Jurassic, Jurassic World, World? Mm-hmm. Evolution on PC. Good game perfect coffee game perfect coffee game i actually thought uh, just two seconds just um i was going through my list of uh free games and i saw roller coaster tycoon (gasps) no shit and i was like i want to play that yeah they grade those games on PC, man. They are, dude. It's so, so easy much, and just... Yeah, so much easier to control and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It just makes more sense. Yeah, it just makes it more does. sense. Yeah. yeah, and another one, um, by the time this comes out, you probably have like a day or so to claim it. So if you haven't claimed your free game on Epic Games yet, make sure you do that. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2, man, I booted that up on my PC this morning. Fuck me, dead. So it is much better. Birdie, and it, like the weird thing, I was saying that to to Nathan and Finn this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, about the point where the cutscenes are worse than the gameplay. It's weird in terms of like frame rate. Oh, so I think maybe right. they're like they they like the uh, the, the cutscenes are like thirty frames or maybe yeah, sixty frames, but I'm playing at yeah. one hundred twenty. It's like yeah. This is awkward, man. Like, this is supposed to be pre-rendered. <laughs> I know. It's weird when you get into PC because, obviously, yeah, your monitors are all, like, 120 and stuff. So, you're just like... Uh. Yeah. So, I've got everything on Ultra, um, 144 hertz. Oh, man. Mm. It's so good. I kind of, like, just want to hang out, not shoot anything. Shoot I'm anything. playing the... <laughs> I'm playing single player. I'm playing the campaign because I've never played it, I realise. Oh, it goes um, for like, so like four hours, doesn't it? It's not even that. Oh, I don't know. It's quite yeah, short. But, so I'm playing that a bit and I'm, like, I'm up to the bit where you're on Endor, which is mm. like, if you're not familiar with Star Wars, it's kind of like a jungle. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like walking around, like looking at the trees and shit, being like, fuck man, details, bro. It's <laughs> like mm. a crashed X-Wing over in that, that corner there. I'm like, whoa, dude, that's so detailed, bro. You can play against bots as well. Like, you can make a game. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Like, I think I did that on the PlayStation 4 when we kind of got back into it last year. Remember how we played mm. with Glenn and stuff? We played, like, yeah. Heroes. Oh, even Fit oh, that's as well. It. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, and we... Like, I think I've dabbled in the AI, just like custom games and stuff. And yep. I was just kind of like seeing what heroes do what and jazz, all mm. that kind of just. But um, yeah, that was quite fun. Pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely more, um, I guess, more of a complete product compared to the first one. That's for sure. Yeah. You know I mean, How, yeah, it's, it's still. Uh, so it's did, still... You, did you play online? I haven't played online. So I played the arcade one uh, while the game was installing. Um, right, so that's okay. against AI, like the same modes, yeah. but yeah. AI. And I played as Kylo Ren as well. Mm. Fuck, man. Oh, it just looks so uh, crisp. Ma- mouse so and, smooth. Mouse and keyboard or your 100%. Controller? Yeah. 100% mouse and keyboard. How man. does that work with when you're a hero, though? Uh, First same, same Because it's not fair. Because yeah. I, I feel like anything third person with a mouse and keyboard is weird for me. 
Nah, you, you'll find, like, I think maybe you have to try because the thing is, like, it, it's kind of the same deal, right? Like, you'll most of the game you'll be playing as a shooter. Mm. You're running around shooting third person, or you can change. Uh, actually, when you're a hero, can you play in first person? Don't think so. Oh, I'm going to try that Because it's a lightsaber as well, and it's just like... Yeah. I mean, not everyone has a lightsaber, right? Like, when you're Han Solo, you've got a gun. Mm. you got a blaster. I think, the, I think the game is meant to be played, like, third person, like, over the shoulder. I feel like I agree because you get more you can see more and stuff mm-hmm. I've switched around like when I was playing single player between third person and, and first person yeah well, we uh, both got there no I was we, playing we, third person yeah, yeah, no, I was playing third yeah. Person. definitely, definitely playing first. online man I feel like you're at a disadvantage if you're playing against people who are playing uh, third person because like obviously your 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 view. peripheral vision mm. is very limited compared to if you go third person yeah. that's for sure yeah um but yeah, I'll be interested to see if you can actually play as a hero in first person. I doubt you... I don't think you can. I think that's the yeah. whole point of like, even when you're playing first person and you become a hero, it takes you to the third person view. Yeah. Would so, make sense. I, sp- I actually um, don't know. I think you'd have to play third person because how about when you do like the flips and shit, like when you're like Darth Maul and stuff. Like, yeah, the true. <laughs> it's like the whole camera's just like... Doing <laughs> oh my like... Ugh. Maybe it would just be like stay static, but like you're doing the, like you go to the other point or whatever. Yeah, no. But yeah, no, it works fine, man. You just like click to swing the the lightsaber and. Oh um, yeah, I suppose. Right yeah. click to block. To block it, and shit. Like okay. I had no, it didn't feel weird at all. Yeah. Like at all. Right. Um. But yeah, it, it's good shit. Good yeah. shit. It, it's a good uh, way to kind of flex the the new rig. Um, it's really pretty. Mm. So um, yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna do it for this week's episode, man. We got through it. We made it. Congratulations to us. And uh, yeah, check out Pixel Beans. Claim your free beans. Just pay for shipping. You get a free vegan fisherman yeah. beanie as well. Even to the internationals out there, or the Americans, and whoever out there in the hell yeah in the in the worldiverse. Rep them beans, bro. Rep them B. Sonic Sonic Boom, by the way, is our uh, is our first blend. It's a single origin. So uh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Sonic Boom! For now, boys and girls, we're gonna wrap up the episode for another week. Thank you very much for listening. Chris, thank you very much for talking video games again. Thank you, me. Daddy. Episode 133. Sonic Boom!